The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines. I'm Coach Larry. Back with us is Matt Keo. Matt, a little uh, student teaching Sucks. issues, all kinds of. Welcome oh to the club, gosh. brother. Welcome to the club. Oh, my gosh. Like, every day, it's just like my schedule is already filled with everything I have to do. Schedule's filled. Lesson plans have got to be done. Oh, yeah. PowerPoint's created. I'm telling you, it's a. Uh, it gets better. It gets better, and you just so you just left um, Colonial. We met was at Colonial Village. Yeah. So you just left Colonial Village. Now you're at Eden. Eden Middle School and High School. Eden Middle School. Now, you've only been there what a week at Eden. Yeah. Okay. What any preferences so far? As I love the, Eden. I much rather be in a high school and a middle school. Really? Oh, now, yeah. do you do split? Do you do a little of both, or are you um, just middle? No, I do a little bit of both. So I have sixth and seventh grade health, and then ninth grade health. Oh, so you're not even in the gym then. You're just no. straight health. Yeah. Is that something? Did they change that where you have to do a health? Well, um, if you're getting dual certified, yes. Really? Yeah. Okay, because when I did it, you had, well, I got my health later, so I never student taught in health. I picked up my health cert afterwards. Yeah. But um, we had to do an elementary placement. Our first, it had to be an elementary placement, and then the second one could either be high school or middle school. Yeah, no. It, it, I mean, that's the same thing for, like, the grad students who are just doing phys ed. But I'm doing <laughs> So you'll come out with health and yeah. phys ed. Yeah. Now, did you take the, what is it, the CST, CST test? Uh, I have to take both. I'm actually taking my C, uh, my content specialty test for phys ed this Saturday. Okay. I took my EAS one last Saturday. What's the EAS? Educating all students. That must be new. I didn't have to take content for phys ed. I did have to take content for health. For phys ed, when I got my phys ed cert, there was no content for phys ed. All it was is you had to take the LAST and then the ATSW. Those are hey, I don't have to take those. Okay. So what is the cert test now? Uh, content specialty for the phys ed. And, then, and you have to do one for health too, yep. right? And okay. then I have to do educating all students. So that's... So, so there's th- only three. Okay. Yeah. I mean, then they well, also had the ed TPA, but they can that. I wasn't even around for that. Yeah, ours was just LAST... And ATSW. Yeah. Um, I Whatever they stood for, I have no clue. Yeah. But it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's just it's just a money grab, really. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, the content for uh, for the health one, it was it was so easy. Like, I'm just looking at it, but like, you know what? I could have, just by taking my ninth grade health class, I probably could have passed it. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculously I I love, I was really nervous going into it because, you know, I had never done, like, any kind of health stuff before I was just always doing phys ed, but I I absolutely love teaching health. I absolutely love it. See, I'm the other. I don't mind teaching health. Like I teach, I, I teach a seventh grade health class now. Um, I don't mind teaching health class, but if I had to choose, or if I was given the preference, I'd rather just do phys ed. I can't. I, I like high school phys ed. I would more likely gear myself. I just can't. Like little kids are really, really tough. 
See, going into it, like even after my student teaching um, or even before my student teaching, I always thought I was the same way. I was like, listen, I want nothing to do with elementary. Just give me high school. My preference would have been I want high school for sure. That way I can coach, do whatever. If I couldn't get high school, let me get into middle school. If I couldn't get into middle school, I guess I'll take elementary for a little bit around. Mine's absolutely flip-flopped. Like, I don't care what – I mean, I, I teach K-8 to now, but I would prefer to have – and even this year, I've got one seventh-grade phys ed, one seventh-grade health class, which is actually the same class. So I see that group every day. I'll see them uh, ABC days. I'll see them for phys ed, DEF. I'll see them for health. And then the rest of my, gra- rest of my classes are all third grade and below which is, I love it in my building. Um, middle school, man, middle school is just that funky age. Yeah, it like, is. I would rather at this point, my preference are elementary, high school, and at this point in my career, uh, I don't know, maybe um, a different career than middle school. <laughs> I mean, middle school, it's just, I don't know what happens to kids, but when they get into well, that... It's called puberty. But even... They get into sixth grade, and holy cow, they just think they know everything about everything, and they just, they go off the deep end, some of them. Yeah, I mean, it also just might be the whole where I'm at right now, and Eden's a really good school district. The kids are really good yeah. there. They're they're really good there. And wow. that's what happens when it's, it's so much, I mean, it's like any job. It's so much easier going into a job that has a great environment, yeah. and you can do more. And, like, it's small and the kids aren't necessarily like jerks. They're just, you know, they're they're typical kids, but they're not terrible. Oh, the cornfields of Eden. Any opportunities there? Like, is anybody on the staff retiring soon? I don't know about that, but definitely my mentor teacher was telling me as soon as I'm done, like, student teaching and stuff or wrapping up, he's going to help me submit my paperwork so I can be, like, a sub there. Absolutely. Just definitely. I, he's like, I know it's a long drive, but I, I was like, I don't care if it's a long drive. I say, Eden from Clarence is... 30 minutes 20 minutes no like 45 50 is it that far out there yeah wow i i but here's the thing here's the thing i i wake up at five in the morning yeah get there at seven i'm done by two i get home at three okay so so what day what time does theirs start their class starts at seven no, so I do. But you got to be there by seven, and I, I do bus. I do traffic duty from seven fifteen until like seven. I don't know, like seven twenty, seven thirty. Okay, and then they they go off. I'm in third period. Like I, my lunch is fifth period, and I'm eating lunch at like ten thirty. Oh, five. so they're real early then. Yeah. Okay. It's so nice. Wait, what time do they get out? They get out at two. The kids are out at two. Like two fifteen. Okay, so I guess it's about the same as Ken East. Because um, I'll even ask some of the kids that I coach at, at East. They're like, no, we're done by 2, I think it's 2.20, 2.25 maybe. So about the same time. Yeah, that's it's our, so our nice. building. We're done. My last class is 2.35, but then we've got to dismiss and we've got to stay there till 3.05. Yeah. So, I mean, which that... isn't, isn't bad. I mean, we, we start the day at our, we've got to be there by 7.50. I've got bus duty from 8 to 8.15. My first class, though, is until 9, so having that first period off is huge. I have my schedule right now is, I get, like I said, I get there at 7. I do bus duty. I don't start teaching until third period, so I have an hour and a half, and then I teach one, two, lunch, another three, off ninth. Nice. It's so nice. No, no traffic duty at the end either, and it's such a small part. There's one 
I think there's only like really one big parking lot. That's it. Okay. Where like staff and teachers like and, and students and students. Could park. It's so small. So small. Well, there you're the class sizes out there have gotta be small. They like are. They're, they're I wanna say they're a class D school. I wanna say size wise, they're a class D they're much smaller than Clarence. Oh yeah. But um I think you're talking what? Uh the most I have graduating been. class, they've gotta be what, like maybe a hundred, hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty. Not even. Not even maybe a hundred. What is, so what's your average class size? Like fifteen kids? Uh yeah. About the the largest class I have is twenty one kids. It's so nice. It's so nice. Man, that's that's who talking about paradise right oh, there. Oh my gosh. I mean, don't get me wrong, Colonial Village was good for for what it was, but it's just Going from teaching three full classes of having like a range of like forty to fifty kids in a gym to having nineteen kids in a sitting classroom, I'm mm-hmm. just like this, this, this. Plus, also not asking me to constantly go to the bathroom or tie their shoes or, <laughs> or like anything like that. Mister Keo, can you tie my sneakers? <laughs> or going to the bathroom just for atten- like or like peeing themselves just for attention. It's like. <laughs> It's so nice. It is so nice. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story of? Um, I think it was my it was my first year there, but I think it was the first week of uh, what happened with one of my kids. I had this was when I my first year there. I did a lot of that year. I had a lot of kindergarten and first grade classes for phys ed. So I of course beginning of the day I have them circle around or whatever in the on the red circle. They're doing their stretches. One girl just raises her hand. Mr. Monahan, I'm peeing. <clears throat> not I have to go to the bathroom, not can I go to No, I'm peeing and sure enough, whew, like as she says as she says that just what like whew, like you could see the big water sump like oh my goodness. Just everybody and of course you get the ooh, ooh, but like okay, move, 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 move. Everybody back, back. It's so funny. But I've just never heard that but like you of course, you start teaching long enough, you're going to, especially in gym, you're going to have that little kid who has their accident or throws up or whatever. Um, but no, just, I'm peeing. <laughs> I had one girl do it five times. <laughs> and the best part was, every time that she'd come up to me, I can't, I'm so very mature and I know it's a bad thing, but I have to turn around. To just try to like hold down the urge to smile, and I'm just like, okay, honey, let's go. And then it after after the second time, I was like, all right, this is BS. Like, what are you doing? And it turns out that she was doing it for attention purposes because like, and it got down to the point where every 15 minutes we'd go over to the end of to the girl was like, do you have to go to the bathroom? No, okay. Do you have to go to the bathroom? No, okay. And, like, even in, in our mindfulness classes where she would just, like, you would just sit down. Like, I remember I was teaching and, like, the other teacher comes in and he's like, he's like, where? I need help. I was like, why? She, he was just like, so-and-so peed again. And I was just like, oh, no. At that point, I mean, it's. <sighs> at, least you, at least you didn't have a kid poop. In oh, the- I did. <laughs> oh, I did. I was just going to say, oh, I did. Not only I had one who said he pooped. <laughs> I had one, a mysterious pooper, a mystery pooper. 
came cereal pooper. No, a mystery pooper just came in. I was I had I had gotten rid of a class and then had to go to lunch duty. Came back from lunch duty, and on the middle of our gym floor <laughs> there is a turd, and I'm looking. And I knew the class that I went that that had just left. It was a third grade class, so I go over to the teacher, like kind of like, you know, come here. Did any of your kids? <laughs> and she's like, No, why? I'm like, Well, I came back to the gym, and there's a big turd on the middle of the gym floor. And she's like, You're kidding me, right? I'm like, No. It's so so we we went to the cameras, but the cameras were off or whatever that day, so we couldn't. It didn't catch anything. We couldn't figure the perfect out. Perfect crime. It was the. Per- I'm telling you, I think they set everything up where they they turned the cameras off at the right. Oh foot. my gosh! I could just imagine like a little kid, like when nobody's in there, just like pulls his pants down and really aggressively squeezing. He was like, "Screw you, Mister Matt." Well, then even when I was when I used to be, this was years years ago when I used to be a um the pool aide over at Clarence Middle. Yeah. You know Mr. Banizak, right? Uh-huh. So I was there, whatever, and um, during one of before one of the classes, I go back in, and there's a turd by those bleachers in the pool, Uh-oh. and I go over to him like um, Todd. I was like, "Is that what I think it is?" And he kind of goes over. He's like, "Ew." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Who did that?" I'm like, "Don't look at me. It wasn't." <laughs> so. Well, we had we had one kid. Like there was one, there was one kid last year. We had him swinging on a rope, and he's they they were swinging. The point was like you you jumped, swung, and then you land with your feet, and you like you measured how far you went. Um, and she let go, and she hit the ground. And we asked her like, "What happened?" And she's like, "I was swinging on the rope, <laughs> and I let go, and then I hit the ground, and then it came out." <laughs> It's just so innocent. Like, Could that be a double doinker? A double splatter? <laughs> I was like, the force of her hitting the ground pulled it out. And then, <laughs> and then there was one who just put his hand in his pants after the fact, pulled it out. Oh, no. That was this year during your student teaching? No. This was last time. But like pulls it out, and so we sent him to the nurse. And of course, he he wanted to make sure he didn't get lost, so he put his hand against the wall. How old? I think he was in second grade. Uh, we had a we had a serial pooper in high, in college. Well, we had. I, that's that's just there must have been some liquid refreshments with that or something. No, but we in had, the shower. Uh, in the communal just... shower every night at the same time, there was a turd in the corner. That's just we had an RA meeting about it. That's just gross. Yeah, that's what our teach. That's what our RA said. He sat us down. He's like, "Guys, you are all nineteen years old. Why are we pooping in showers?" <laughs> Nobody caught him. That's just gross. Nobody caught him. He's a legend. He he is a legend. No, we had when I was uh, coaching basketball. We did, um, I don't know if you, you know, V-ups, right? Yeah. Where you're laying, you know, you do the, you bring your legs up, whatever, feet up, touch your toe, whatever. We we were doing V-ups, and all of a sudden, my point guard, like, gets up, like, he's just in a hurry, and, like, just runs. Doesn't say a word. I'm like, and he comes back, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes later, I'm like, <laughs> dude, what, what the hell? He's like, coach, you don't understand. He's like, I had to go. Go where? I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, oh. doing the V ups kind of loosened something up back there, and he uh, 
He he felt the movement. <laughs> he felt the. Oh my gosh! It's so, f- it's so funny, and it's it's sad that I'm 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 24, and I think it's funny, but I I just do, and um, you know I I always I used to when I was a kid, my body, I I didn't like going to stores with my mom, and like I didn't like going to places. Oh. So every time I'd walk into a department store, my body would instinctively tell me I had to poop. And I'd look at my mom and I'm like, Mom, I have to go poop. So like <laughs> so she would have to leave. And the uh, you know, as an adult now, like I wasn't controlling that. My body's just natural reaction was that. But like I feel bad because my mom would have to like leave a lot of the time and not like do her shopping. But even if she took me to go to the bathroom right beforehand, as soon as I walked in and I smelled like clothes, got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> just don't take Matt down the linen aisle. He'll. Just... <laughs> this is this is a very highbrow conversation. <laughs> we listen. You need to have a daily poop. Listen, that's and that's our coming in hot segment. It's coming in hot and it's Hopefully. going out hot. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not burning out hot. If it is, that's cholera. Coming out hot. Coming out. Oh, my gosh. There's no worse feeling than when you, like, go down, like, the constipation aisle in the store and, like, you buy something. (laughs) And you just, everybody knows. Everybody knows. Oh, yeah. There's been times where you just go down, you just pick something up, and, like, you go five aisles over and just look, nope, this ain't the right one. I gotta go pick out another one. I feel like that one of, that and, like, a couple other things are the only products that if you got caught shoplifting the like the security guard would not blame you for doing it (laughs) sir do you want to explain to me why you have this gigantic thing of mucilax stuffed in your pocket no (laughs) do i need to explain i would like to plead guilty right now no please give me the fine (laughs) and let's never speak of this again don't you think you could hide this well no i'm I'm pretty backed up Uh, you got it. Moving, you got it. Moving on. Yeah. Oh, moving on. This is what I want to talk about. Uh, Florida and Florida. You know how there's retirement homes, like retirement communities. Yeah. Um. Did you ever hear of the village, villages, like of the villa, or like, is it a specific? That's the name of the retirement home. Yeah. It's 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 actually has its own postal code. Like it's oh, a I large. Have... So is this like kind of like the Disney World of retirement homes yeah. down there? Fifty fifty five and up. You okay. can't if you. So I figure by I've got like a year before I become eligible. You can't. Like you can't sleep there if you're not a member and 55 or up. <laughs> like even if you're just like a guest or whatever. Yeah, no, you can't stay. Oh the man. Night there. Okay. Yeah. Um. Everybody drives around in golf carts, but they're notorious for being. And the 55 and up club. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's it's an actual thing. If you look it up, um. There's. <clears throat> I was I always think about this because like my my parent my dad has a house down in Florida and I always you know mentally joke to myself they're like uh-huh. like oh they're gonna retire down there <laughs> anyways <laughs> um it's uh and they use loofahs to signify uh if they're down and what they're into. <laughs> What do you mean they use loofahs? What do they just walk around and throw a loofah at somebody? <laughs> no, it's like they they put it on their car or their golf cart, and they're color coordinated to depict certain things. So, like, did you imagine like just going by? Oh, dude, green loofah! All right, like, yeah. let me 
Yeah. No, that's it. Like, you know, the people joke like, oh, if you go into a grocery store and somebody has like bananas, like they're they're like swingers. Like but they use <laughs> they use loofahs instead. Well now this was always and again, I don't know if this was if this was uh my wife messing with me or whatever, but when we were when we were dating, um there was like apparently a certain neighborhood where if they the signal was like if they had their mailbox flap, what what's it called, a little oh, flag? Yeah, the, yeah. If yeah. they had that flag up, that mean that meant that you know they were they got mail. They were yeah, they were ready to go. They, Why they, they wanted a package? I I don't know. All I kept thinking to myself was that could be like really awkward if they just actually had to like deliver yeah. some mail. You get like a big knock on the door, but like, oh, I'm here. Yeah. You ready? <laughs> like, it's like oh, the community's at my door. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it. No. But, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, straight, straight up. If you're, like, driving, you see, like, if you see, like, a, it's, it's the amount of complexity that they have to it. What I want to know is, like, if you're a new resident. Yeah. Who briefs they, you on it? Yeah. Do they like, is it like in your welcoming basket, there's like a little leaflet in there? By the way, red means, green yeah. means, blue means. Like, like, how do you let the new people in the area know about that? That's my question. I feel like they have to debrief you. Like, oh, some, like your, na- your neighbor is going to be like, hey, your wife's hot. <laughs> <laughs> also, here's how it goes down here. <laughs> And like, there's loofahs to signify if you don't want to do it, but most of the <laughs> most of the loofahs signify other things. Why do you need one if you don't want to do it? Like, I know you got- that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, so, like I don't want to get into too much detail. I don't. This is the I'm tired today loofah. Leave me alone. Like, I'm just the one. The one I'll say is one's this like show is totally gone off the rails right now. The one is. And the one loofah that signifies like curious. <laughs> and like it, it's what a, is it like a big loofah with like a question mark on it? No, it's just by color. What if you're colorblind? <laughs> Dude, I keep telling you, it's blue, not purple. <laughs> Come on, man. They're close enough. It's the third time this week. <laughs> or if you're blind and you just want to rock one anyways. Oh, oh my, my no. God. Best prank ever. If you know somebody who's going to go live there but doesn't know anything about it, you just give them like a certain color loop. <laughs> here you go. Oh, my we God. Don't, we don't like it down here anymore. You don't. It, but that's just it. I feel like that should be something before like you even buy the house. That you should like know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, just want to let you know. It's, like, really expensive to live there, too. It's its own, like, community. So, like... You- Which is all the more reason. Like, can you imagine, like, shelling out, like, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars or whatever for a condo or, a, yeah. or whatever down there and, like, knowing... <laughs> like, dude, like, what did we get ah, So this is why hurricanes hit here. <laughs> Trying to wash away the film. <laughs> All you see after the last final hurricane just loofahs floating down. <laughs> like you you can see pictures like of the like of people sporting loofahs. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it's true. Or if they go outside the community, say like they go to Walmart and it's just, just sitting on the car. 
It's terrible. Yeah. That's, hey, that's, hey, I mean, listen. And that's good sales for the loofah companies. Listen, it, you know, everybody, whatever whatever floats your boat. Everybody's got different things that, you know, different things make the world go around. If, if people need to, hey, more power to them. I guess retirement. I heard retirement's pretty boring. Oh, you know, I figure when you get to 60, 70, 80, at that point, eh. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> just looking for another loop. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, listen, I, I, don't, I don't know how to make the transition you back can't. to the girls or sabers. You can't. Uh, speaking I, I, of I, different color loofahs. <laughs> I, I feel like my transition, Gabe, has, has come a long way. I, I, I don't know if I've made the transition from swinging loofahs no, to on, sabers. No, hold on, hold on. I can do it. I can do it. Hold on. Got it. I, I got it. I got it. Um, speaking about swinging, how about we're talking about those uh, those high-sticking calls of the Sabres game last night? Eh. Not bad. Better, oh, shut better, up! Better than anything I had. Better than anything I had. You're but, kidding uh, me? There were high sticky calls in <laughs> that Sabre game last night. Listen, that Sabres game was... <sighs> that was nasty. They went for two points. I, like, just got the touchdown, got the touchdown, the extra point, the oh, two points. Gosh. Just nasty. That was against... We played Ottawa? No, Detroit. No, Detroit. That's right. We played the Red Wings. And I heard some, like, Red Wing fans were getting, like, pretty nasty at the end of it. Well, I'd be a little pissed off if my team just lost 8-3. to three. If I just came all the way to Buffalo to lose 8-3. to three, To the Sabres. To the Sabres. Listen, I said this at the beginning, before the season even started, before the preseason even started. I said this. I made this on, on my own Facebook, on our Facebook. People thought, oh, you're ridiculous. You're nuts. The Sabres, and again, we're what, eight games, ten games, nine games into the season, however many yeah. they played. Still, super small sample size, but they, I'm not guaranteeing they will make the playoffs, but I said they will at least, they will either make the playoffs or at least be fighting for that final spot come the end of the season. And again, super small sample size, but I mean, they look good. They yeah. look good. I thought, uh, what was it? Seattle. They looked like crap against the Kraken two last week, earlier yeah, this week, last, last week. week. Um, <laughs> but again, they had just that's coming off of a road trip, a Western trip where they took four or they took eight out of ten points yeah. or six out of eight points, whatever it was. They only lost one game in that. Uh, yeah, to the Kraken, and they're they're beating some legit teams. I mean, they beat Edmonton, they beat Calgary. The big one's going to be against <clears> the Bruins <throat> because they're top of the division right now. Uh, they've got Pittsburgh coming in tomorrow. Pittsburgh's actually doing pretty bad though. Yeah, Pittsburgh's four. <laughs> they were about the Reds or the Red Wings, uh, four, four, and one, four, four, and two, something like that. Yeah. Um, they've got the Bruins. Is the Bruins later this week or is that next week? They've uh, got them up coming up soon. I think it's 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 coming up. I don't think it's this week. Um, um, but they're they're looking good. I'm still not sold 100% on their goaltending. I think Comrie's holding his own borderline a little bit shaky. Anderson's the better factor. Anderson's the better factor, but, he, I mean, he's 37, 36, yeah. 37. He's, he's getting up there in age. Um, can he hold the whole season? Not horrible goaltending, but definitely, I mean, Comrie's sporting a three, above a three, ER, uh, goals against G eight. Hey, if you, yes, goaltending is a big thing. But if you can outscore, oh, if you your can score six, seven goals a night. Gonna, who cares? I was gonna say it's kind of like football too. It's like okay, if your defense sucks, you just have to constantly score more. 
One thing I can say, though, is three years ago, four years ago, I would have said they absolutely lost the Ryan O'Reilly trade. Holy cow, though, with Tage Thompson, they, Ryan O'Who, like they, I mean, holy cow. Last year, this year, you could even see it two years ago where towards the end of that season, he was, uh, showed sparks of it. But last year, I'm telling you, I, I never thought, I was always under the, coaching in some sports, like, it matters, but it doesn't. I was always under where hockey, okay, uh, a football coach has way more of a meaning than a hockey coach. Or an impact on a team. Shouldn't say meaning, but impact on a team. But man, Granado has that team just totally turned around. Darlene looks like the, every bit of the first overall pick that we thought he was going to be. <clears throat> Tage Thompson, what he's done for him. Um, he's got Middlestat back on track. Cousins yep. look great. They, <clears throat> he's got Op- uh, Kyle Oposo looking yeah, much better. Really Skinner is finally back to being Skinner. Why, I, I have no idea why Kruger buried Skinner on the fourth line to begin with, but he just has the players looking like themselves again. And, I mean, it's either a testament to how good Granado was doing or just how awful Kruger was. Kruger is really bad. I mean, just horrible. <clears throat> he, he, I don't know. Yeah. This, this, cocky, this coach actually knows how to coach hockey. Yeah. Kruger did not. No. He coached soccer. He coached. He did coach hockey before that. The Oilers, which he didn't have a great record beforehand. But yeah. I think right now, um, with Adams as the GM and Granado as the coach, I think the Sabers, whatever, whether they got lucky or just finally happened to come upon it, I think they have their Bean and McDermott, like the Bills do. They have their GM and their coach, who they just get it. Again, yeah. I'm not saying the save. Even if they make the playoffs, I'm not saying they're look out. They're going to be a cup contender. But you know what? Three years from now, four years from now, they're going to be what the Bills are now. They absolutely, if they stayed down that same route, I don't see why they couldn't. I feel like it's the same kind of process too. Like we were thinking this about the Bills two, three, three years, three, four, <clears throat> like four, three or four years ago, actually. Where, like, you know, we just got Josh Allen, you know, Tredavious White, Poyer, Hyde, they all started coming in. We're like, this team, like, looks like it's it's getting there. It's getting there. It's not there yet. Oh, no. And now. Well, now it's there. Now we're like, it's it's there. Like, <laughs> even it's, though we played really bad in the last, like, five, six minutes of the Green Bay game. Well, not only that, and, and that's what I wanted to get to. Let's be honest. The offense, they played like a. It was more. They, of a they run played game. like a B game. Yeah. They played like I mean, it, it wasn't a horrible effort. It wasn't a great effort. I thought the fourth quarter they got Allen got a little cute with some of those throws, but their B game. And still- were you ever worried about that game at all? Like, uh, like even when they came back to score that late touchdown. Uh, okay, fine. I, would- I had Rodgers on one of my fantasy teams, which I sat him for Daniel Jones. I don't know why. And it would have, it cost me because the difference in points would have gotten me a tie instead of a loss. But whatever. Um, even then, I'm like, oh, 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 okay, fine. Like yeah. that game was, I was never worried, never worried about that game. If it came down to it, I knew we were gonna win. Like even if they scored and tied it up, I knew we could pull out of it. But you know, it was just. 
I felt like Green Bay was playing super, super like dirty the entire time. Like I felt like their constant goal was to try to like. Well, I don't know what fight us. I don't know what Diggs and Alexander and Rod like. They Diggs was fired up, and Davis. Davis was fired, but Diggs was even. I mean, even running down in the tunnel, like running out before the game started. He's like John with them. He's like, like dude. Did this guy like steal your lunch money as a kid or something? And like Josh he, Allen also too. Yeah, yeah I mean, was... you would have thought this was like, you would have thought this was a rivalry game. You would have thought this was against the uh, the Patriots or the Jets or the Dolphins or the Chiefs or the Chiefs. I mean, man, this is an NFC team that you see like once every four years. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but when it comes down to it, I wasn't worried. Um our defense played pretty poorly on the run. Yeah, I mean, they had, between Jones and Dylan, they had 180. Yeah. Or maybe even might have, they might have hit the 200-yard mark. Yeah. I mean, rough. they were, they ran over us. But, which takes me to that point. You're down, at one point where they they were down 14, they might have been down 17 at one point or more. Yeah. Why are you still running the ball? Because they didn't have any wide receivers. Who cares? There's fourth quarter. You entered the fourth quarter down 17 points. What are you waiting for? Why are you still running the ball? Why are you still doing an eight-minute drive, a 10-minute drive? Why are you still doing long drive after long drive after long drive, especially when your defense really couldn't stop them? Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to say, all right, guys, we got to throw. We know we can't protect Rodgers. We know we got no wide receivers, but this uh, doing – just running, running, running. We're running out of time. Like, they're literally killing the clock for us. Why? Yeah, it was a poor time management on their part. Um, they kept on referring to on the broadcast that, oh, like, LaFleur is, like, going back and, like, not veering off from his game plan, which was running the ball. Good! Like, <laughs> and they're actually very brutal against the Packers, all broadcast. Uh, they kept on showing Aaron Rodgers' face, you know, and he just looked like I was sitting there with my girlfriend and I told her, and I was like, he looks like an old man who would complain about taxes. Like, <laughs> like just the gray in his beard. He just did not look happy. No. Like, all that kind of stuff. He might retire this year. I He was another one. I don't understand why. You remember going into the off season, even last year, the last two years, you know, I want out of Green Bay. I want out. He was supposedly going to, there was a trade in works to send him to Denver or this and that. He wants out. He's tired of the organization, not having a wide receivers, not having talent. So what happens? Devontae Adams, they trade him or he doesn't get signed or whatever. He goes to the Raiders. You just lose. You, you've complained for the last two years about having no wide receivers, none drafted, none this. You lose your best wide receiver, your best I mean, at that point, all you really have is Jones and the running back. And what do you do? You sign a two- or three-year whatever contract extension that he did. Granted, he got a lot of money. And I don't care what these players, money's always going to talk. Right. But you, it just made no sense. Why are you, oh, I need, I need receivers. I need receivers. You just lose your, why are you, why did you re-sign that contract? Why did you not just, go somewhere? Why? But, you know. At the end of the day, we pulled off. Porter actually played for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. 
Um, no, Poyer didn't play for them. Micah Hyde played for them. That's right. Micah, Micah Hyde, Hyde did. Um, um, Poyer, who's got that elbow injury, yeah. I don't. I hope it's. But you know what though? It, I mean, we've got the Jets this week. We've got uh, I forget who we have after the Jets. Um, you know what? At this point, listen, rest them, rest them. Yeah. If it's a if it's a if it's a big time elbow injury, they said it's the same elbow from what he hurt, hurt yeah. but not the same injury. Different different type of injury. Whatever. He's rest not the, him. Yeah, he's but he's not the kind of guy that's gonna like. No, but rest him. We don't need him for the Jets next week. I mean, Zach Wilson's not. Isn't isn't the Jets second in the division? Aren't they tied with the? I think they're tied with the Dolphins. No, they're they're five and three. The Dolphins are four and four. Oh, are they? Because they neither of them have had their bye week yet. Uh, we're the only team in the division who had who's had a bye. So the uh, Pats are four and four. Dolphins are four and four. Jets are five and three. We're six and one. All right, so think of think of this and think of the exist the, the remaining schedule that we have. We've got the Jets twice. Yes. Patriots twice. Yes. Dolphins once. Yes. So that's five games. No, I'm not talking about the division. No, but uh, oh, okay. I, I, I mean, their their whole schedule. Then you got the Lions, yeah. Bears, yeah. Vikings. Yeah. Vikings. You can say all right, that might be competitive. Yeah. Um. Then we have the Browns. Yeah. Um. And we play the, the Browns. The Bengals. Week. Wait. We play the Browns the week before Deshaun Watson comes back, I think. Yes. Okay. So we'll yeah we'll have the Browns without Deshaun Watson. Okay. Um, you said the Bengals. Browns Bengals. Yeah, and that's it. So, looking at that schedule, I know it's only seven games in. Do you think that we can run the table? Yes, absolutely. I think the only way I think the only games we lose. I think yeah. Well, if. I think by the time you've the last two games of the season are the Bengals at Cincinnati. I think it's the Bengals at Cincinnati and then the the Patriots home. I know it's I know it's Bengals Patriots. I can't remember who's home, who's away. The only way I think we lose one of those games is if going by going into those games we already have everything wrapped up. And I'm not just like talking division, seed. I'm talking first seed. Like, at that point, we would be going in, uh, what, with only one game with two weeks. So we'd be going in, like, 15 and fifteen and one. No, 14 and one, going into those last two weeks, have everything wrapped up. Hey, Josh, you're playing one quarter. Diggs, you're not even playing. Like, Ma- Miller, you're not even, like, just pretty much those last two games would be a preseason game where if our starters got in, maybe they're playing a half at most, and that's it. And again, game plan, everything would be very vanilla. We're not showing anything for the playoffs. And that's that's the only way I think we lose any two games. The Bengals are would probably would definitely need that game to get in the playoffs. Patriots, I think, would be out of it by then, but who knows? They might need that game to get right. into the playoffs. So one team would be playing for it, the other one would yeah. not be. That would be the only way. Even then, I think we could still win. But if we've got nothing to play for by that time, yeah, we've we. What's Kansas City's record at? Are they're they... one below us, so they're. Uh, so we're they six, just had their, five and two. They're five and two. We ju- they just had their bye this week. Yeah, so they're five and two. We're six and one. So we're literally <laughs> two games up on the Chiefs because if we tie them, we've got tiebreakers. 
Because we beat them. Because we beat them. Gotcha. Okay, that's how it works. And that's just it. If you look at all the division winners or potential division winners, I mean, we've got tiebreakers over the Titans. We've got tiebreakers over the Chiefs. Let's be honest, Baltimore is going to win that division, probably. we got tiebreakers over them. I mean... If Green Bay... Wait, no, Green Bay won't win the division. Well, it doesn't matter. We've got... They're not in the AFC. They're in the NFC. I'm saying for the first seed. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we... I mean, unless we totally implode... We're we're gonna be fine, like we're Tennessee. gonna be a hundred percent fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee, Tennessee's in the south. Who's the other one for what? For what? For the for the AFC division leaders. Yeah. Well, there's four divisions. We're leading the east. Tennessee's leading the south. Yeah. Kansas City's leading the west. Yeah. And Baltimore's leading the north. No, oh, so we have wins over all of them. Yeah. Okay. I thought there was one. I thought I was having a no. brain fart. I'm just, and this is me just being. I'm still, I'm still pissed off that we didn't beat the Dolphins. Yeah, like, but I, here's the thing: the Dolphins, whatever have you, they're they're the way they set up their stadium, they have it played towards their advantage. I know. So but... when they come to play us, it's going to be cold. And listen, I'm. They just traded for Bradley Chubb. They still. Whatever, even if they make the playoffs, they're getting ousted. And let's put it this way, even if they make the playoffs and even if Buffalo faces even if Buffalo faces them in the first round of the play or sorry, divisional round because Buffalo's gonna get the bye. Fine. Let let come Buffalo back come back to Buffalo or let Miami come back to Buffalo. Bring Bradley Chubb. Bring Nick Chubb. Bring all the Chubbs you want. You you're not winning. Like you're not winning. When was the last playoff? game that was lost in Buffalo. Mm. You might have to go back a while for that. Because I was going to say, in the 90s runs, they've won every time they were in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean... Uh, The the Tennessee miracle was in Tennessee. That was in Tennessee. Might have been... The only one that I can think of of recent memory, or would have been the last one, might have been the the 98 season. The season before the um, the Music City Miracle, uh, when they lost to Jacksonville in the playoffs, but I can't remember if it was they lost in Jacksonville or they lost in Buffalo. I want to say there was a game where they lost to Jacksonville in the playoffs. Not the not the recent or not the one um, in twenty seventeen. In twenty seventeen, this would have been back. Uh, 2000 or sorry 1998 I think interesting but yeah there I'm was, I'm not worried about anybody I was going to say I feel like Buffalo is a very hard place to win yeah especially in no in December January yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it we won when we went into the wild card in 2019 the wild card we played. Um, we played the Colts, and we were home. And then we played Baltimore, and we were away. And then we went to Kansas City and lost. Last year, we played the Patriots at home, and then Kansas City at Kansas City. Let's see, 1998... 
Good thing there's no Patrick Mahomes jerseys up here. Oh, no, 98 they lost in the playoffs. Or 99 they lost in the playoffs to the Dolphins. Ha! But that was in Miami. Right. Um, 99 they would have lost to the Titans. I don't know. I'm looking back. Their last home playoff loss. 97, they missed the playoffs. 1996, they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars 30-27 uh, to 27 in Buffalo. All right. So 96. 06, 16. So, so you're talking like 20, 26 years, 25 years? Yeah. There's been a loss at the Ralph for playoff football. Yeah. And then that's beautiful. And that was back when there wasn't a quarterback like Josh Allen throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Or just touching the ball. I'm telling you. I If they've got something to play for at the end of the season, like if Kansas City stays with them and if Kansas City doesn't lose, whatever, Buffalo will get 15, 16 wins. Buffalo will get win their two playoff games at home. And Buffalo at this point it looks like they're going to beat Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. Philadelphia. I, do you feel like Philadelphia can run the table? I don't know, but I've, I've said this before. I think it's fascinating that I would love it if they played Philadelphia because that would just, that I, would, I just, would, that that would give the NFC East sweep to the Bills for Super Bowl appearances. All of their Super Bowls would have been against NFC East teams. Yeah, but we also have a bad track record against but NFC But what a better East. way to beat that no, track record. No, no, especially if they run the table. Oh, we're playing the last NFC East team that we've had bad luck against, and they're also 17 and 0, 18, 19, 20. They're 20 and 0. That's, how awesome would that have been, though, if it was the undefeated Bills versus the undefeated Eagles? We're not undefeated. I'm saying if we, we should have been, we should be undefeated. The 20, 20, the 20, 20, 20 and 0, and 20 and 0. Well, but. I don't I don't think that the Eagles will be a, 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 I don't think they'll be undefeated because by the rate they're going they'll already lock up the number 1 seed and then they'll sit people. Well, I tell you what. And I don't know did the Eagles already play the Giants or the Niners? I don't know if they play the Niners or if they've already played I them yet. I don't think they have. But man, San Francisco looked with McCaffrey. nasty with McCaffrey last week. He has a triple. Like, I know. A, a triple and if that, I mean, if Brown. they keep that up, San Francisco's defense is solid. That was a steal. They could, San Francisco could easily knock off the Eagles. Um, I know the Eagles this Thursday, they have the Texans. They're not losing that game. And I think the following week, it's another pretty easy game. Um, I can't remember who it is, but it's a pretty, it, it should be a, a fairly easy opponent for them. But I don't think they're going undefeated. No, but I don't know. So who, who would you who would you if the if the Super Bowl were today, who would you want to see the Bills playing in the Super Bowl? I mean, you got you've got the Giants, you've got the Cowboys, you've got the Eagles, who are all playoff teams at this point. Um, the other the other division winners you got out west. It's Seattle. Um, the North would be Minnesota. The South would 
be the Falcons, maybe by default. Uh, the Falcons. Um, it would be between. It would be between the 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 Eagles and. I want to say the the Cowboys because I definitely know we could beat the Cowboys. Little revenge tour on the Cowboys. Yeah, because everybody every year everybody thinks that the Cowboys are like a Super Bowl contending team. I don't understand why. I I would love to them to knock off the Cowboys, but you know what? I don't even want the Cowboys to get into the Super Bowl. I don't want to give them that much credit where they can, you know. Uh, I just I they're almost like the they're almost like the NFC version of the Patriots to me. Like yeah. I don't I don't have I don't have quite the amount of hatred towards the cow. Actually, I, I'll be honest. I don't have near the amount of hatred towards the Cowboys that I do for the Patriots. But if there was an NFC team that I had to say I hated the most or disliked the most, it would be the Cowboys. That's fair. So I don't even want, I'd love to beat them in the Super Bowl, but I don't even want them in the Super Bowl because that would just kind of validate them. Right. You know what I mean? What What would you do if you were the Bills and it's the last game of the season and you have one game, like, the record is, so let's just say that if you lose the game, Kansas City, well, and, like, and Kansas City is playing too. If Kansas City wins and you lose and we lose. Kansas City gets the one seed? Our roles would reverse. Oh, you absolutely go after that game. Okay, I was going to say. You absolutely go after that or, game. So you don't bank on them losing? No, you absolutely go after that game. In years past, if when the two seed had that buy, okay, maybe because either way, if you get the one or the two, you're you're getting that buy into the next round. Not only you absolutely go after that win. You absolutely if if it comes down to the number one seed, not only would it give you home field advantage, where if it came down to um, us meeting Kansas City, I'd rather meet Kansas City in Buffalo. Um, but not only that. More importantly, I want that buy. I don't want to play wild card weekend. I'd rather only need two wins to get to the Super Bowl as opposed to three. What do you think about getting rid of that second seed buy? I liked it. I I didn't like it the fact that the, the first year that they did it, Buffalo had the number two seed, so I was a little ticked about that, but whatever. I like the idea. Um, I'll be honest, and I think it's coming, not anytime soon, but probably, you know, whatever the, the next contract's up in five, ten years, they're going to add, they're going to get rid of that buy, and they're going to add an eighth team into the playoffs, I'm sure. But if you finish number two, why do you need a buy? Like, number one, all right, you, you had the best record in the AFC, you get a buy. You had the best record in the NFC, you get a buy. Why is number two? Why did they need a buy? I, like, yeah. Do you like? Is that like a participation trophy? Uh, eh, you came close to the best record in the AFC. Here's a buy. Do you like the idea of adding more teams to the playoffs? <sighs> Where at I'll, that point, it's more like, oh, you were kind of close, so here you go. I, I didn't mind it the way they had it before with only six teams getting in. I like it with seven. I, I don't. I think if you get to that point where you get eight, so that'd be what? Eight out of 15? No, eight out of 16? How many teams are there? Four. Eight out of 16, so 
half the teams in your conference are making the playoffs, half the teams in your league are making the playoffs, I guess it's not horrible. I mean, hockey, it's basically like that way in hockey. Um, so it's not bad, but I kind of like it where even in football, now less than half your teams are getting in. Right. It's just, I think it makes it better for like competition wise. Because you have, you just, you know, if you, I mean, I prefer the, the old way. That's what I meant to say. But With like, six teams? Yeah, because I think it's like you're getting the best of the best of like what you have. Like these are like the best top six teams. Oh, you have to fight you, to get in you those going You are going to throw blows. Well, that's why baseball, it used to be only, I mean, you had to be a pennant. You had to be a division winner, like basically. Yeah. Um, I can't watch baseball. Um, baseball expanded their wild card teams where it's what, three wild card teams? And then the division winners get in? Maybe. I don't know. Is that what it is? And they play what? Five, best of five? For the, or The wild card is winner take all. Okay. Then the next round. Or is it all best of seven? No. The next round it's, or is the wild card best of three? I thought one of them was, was winner take all. Maybe that was last year. But yeah, it it ramps up. Where, um... World Series is obviously best of seven. Um, the division championship, or the so the ALDS and the NLDS, they're best of seven, two. But then the round before that, I think, is only best of five. Okay, I don't know. I'm not a big baseball fan. I'll yeah. be perfectly honest. I, I don't. I don't really know either. Um, but I did like the fact that baseball, where they had, I think, at one point, it was only four teams made the playoffs. I mean. You know, leagues, they're adding more teams so that they can get more revenue share. They can get more TV, right. more TV deals, more games. But Or they could just, you know, do like a one-and-done kind of thing. Yeah. Or now you got like uh, basketball where, what, the top, uh, what is it, the top 12 with that, with that play-in tournament? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So, I mean, basketball, all you really have to do is have a team and you're in the playoffs. But so stupid. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, I and this would be, you know this would be if the Sabers did make the playoffs. This would be the first time since 1998 that both the Sabers and the Bills made the playoffs. Or since not yeah, since the so since since Jan well, there I guess since January 99, the 98 99 season when the Sabers made the playoffs and the Bills made the playoffs when they lost the Tennessee. Buffalo would have lost to Tennessee. Yeah, that would have been the year. That would have been the year Buffalo made the Cup run, I believe, uh. against Dallas. With that Cup run, did was that a team that you looked at and you said this is a deep team that can run it, or was it the same kind of thing? You're like, well, they can get in the playoffs, but I don't see them going far. That was a team that was. I mean. Anytime you have that was back. Anytime you have Dominic Hasek, you 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 just have a chance. Like you just know he was that good, where you just had a chance. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't say people were shocked that they made the Cup Finals, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was. It definitely wasn't expected. Fair. That's fair. I was just curious if like people had the same type of opinion that they do now on these teams, on the team that we have now. 
I hope not. Again, I, I think people are just, I think they're just finally excited about yeah. the Sabres again. And this really, this has, this has, like you said, this kind of reminds me of um, the year that the Bills broke the drought. Even the, the Tyrod Taylor, McDermott's first year there. Where, okay, it was, you when the Bills made the playoffs that year, you knew they weren't, they weren't a Super Bowl contender. You knew more than likely they were probably going to lose in the first round. But you know what? As the year went on, hey, can they do it? Hey, can they do it? Can they do it? It's just, it was fun just to still be in contention in the last game of the season. Right. You know? Yeah. Instead of, instead of, you know, with the Bills by week 13, 14, you're already talking, well, who are we going to draft in the first round? You know, let's tank the rest of the year so we can get the best quarterback. Ah, uh, yeah. That's always a scummy move, too. Tanking, yeah. tanking just to get the, the first. But it's, hey, it's a strategy. And it's business. It's a poor strategy. It's, but again, it, I mean, you, I don't know if you can say it works or it doesn't, but it's a strategy. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But it's just, it's fun to be a Buffalo sports fan. It is very fun to like, be a it Buffalo is very, sports fan. And the best thing about it, and even the way the Bills are set up, even if by some miracle they don't win the Super Bowl this year, you know they're going to next year they're going to be in contention again and the year after that they're going to be in contention again and probably for at least the next 5 plus years they're going to be one of the top 3 we'll be contenders somebody said yeah i mean the way that they the way that this team is set up they should be competing for years true uh, so and the sabers i think the way the sabers are set up right now Three, four years from now, they have the potential to be a Tampa Bay or a Boston or um, I can't a Colorado, <laughs> where they're set up where for the next five, six, seven, whatever plus years, they can be a Stanley Cup contender. I remember last time Boston won; they won against Vancouver, and Vancouver, Vancouver, the city, nearly burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it, the same thing happened when the Rangers beat Vancouver in the 90, I think it was that same 98 season, 97 season, whatever it was, where Vancouver lost again and the city almost burnt to the ground. Like I, they rioted big time. Bills, Buffalo's going to get burned too, but not in the sense of like, if we win either the Stanley Cup or the Lombardi Trophy or both, we will, there will be riots. <laughs> not... <laughs> Not bad riots, but riots. I was gonna say it'd be a good kind of it'd be it'd be like it would be an intense riot. It'd be like just a all out party that got way out of control, but everybody's having fun. Yeah, but damages would be made. Oh, for sure. A lot of damages. But you deal with those after after everything settles down after about two weeks. You After just... you find the missing people and you find the dead people. <laughs> Hopefully not dead people, but you, you'll just look back and you'll be like, Oof. Oh, man, that was fun. Oof, but, I really should be in jail. But who wants to clean up after this? <laughs> Hurdle Ave will be stolen. Allentown <laughs> will be a martyr town. <laughs> but it's going to be fun. Cop cars will be tipped over. I hope not. I just want to win. Just one before I die. Just, just one. All right. 
Just one before I die. Hot seat questions. So, you know, we talked about uh, coming out hot. Hot seat questions. It's all hot today. What do we got for the first hot seat question? What time is it? Is that the hot seat question? Yeah. (laughs) Is it 4.34? Is it 4.37? Like, no. It's 4.34 right now. Okay. Um, That's what I mean. We got some time. I know you got a deadline. Yeah. Um, That's my first hot seat question. Okay. Um, Best alternate jersey. Like football. Any sport? Football? Football jersey, yeah. Any team. I told, I think I said this before. I really like the Bengals. I don't know if they've had them on TV. The, the Bengals white jersey. Have they played? Uh, have they showed those yet? On like on a game? Yeah, no. They they did that with the um. Oh crap! What was it? Um, they wore it during the um the Dolphins game where Tua really got hurt. Oh, that's right. Um, no, I thought those looked slick. The white helmets, the white yeah, jerseys, no, they, they look really the white clean. Bengal tiger. I I like those. Those are my favorite. They look really clean. I like the 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 Tampa Bay ones. The dreamsicles, yeah. the creamsicles, yeah. the like the late seventies, yeah, eighties ones. I like those. I thought they, I think they look cool, like with the Buccaneers' actual face on it, yeah. Instead of the flag, um, I just I thought those were pretty, not authentic, but um, retro. I could get into that. Um, are you a big fan of alternate jerseys? I think it's just a money grab. But... I mean, I kind of I like more of the hockey alternate jerseys. Yeah, I think true. they're a little better. True, I think they're definitely. I feel like before they were definitely used more in hockey, just for that cash grab. Now I think even football, they're starting to use them more and more. Yeah, and kind of catching up. Yeah. But... All right, question two. Um, all right, Halloween just passed. Um, favorite, favorite Halloween candy, or just favorite candy in general? We've done this before, have we? Yeah. All right. Um, candy. I think we probably did this last Halloween, but uh, Swedish Fish. Okay. Now I know what yours is. What candy corn? No, that's underrated candy. But I do love candy corn. But I feel like Swedish Fish and candy corn, you have to give them in the packets. It's not like back in the '90s where they could just, you know, get a handful of like Swedish Fish and just dump it in your bag. How much is a serving size of Swedish Fish? Do you know from the package? Yeah. Isn't it? Four fish? Five. Ah, I was close. How many calories is in it? In four Swedish fish? In five. In five? Um, I'm going to say 100 because I think it's, isn't it 20 per fish? You're close. It's 110 per serving. Okay. I, I, I ran nutrition with my kids yesterday, so like, and I showed them my favorite candy to like teach them how to read nutrition labels. Um, but yeah, no. So Swedish, and kids came in today and they're like, I got candy. I got Swedish fish from trick or treating and I don't like them and I know you like them. So I just got, <laughs> I kept on getting Swedish fish yes. all day today. Score. I know, right? <laughs> um, my underrated one is candy corn, but for Halloween, I always loved getting the, uh, almond joys. No, those are terrible. Um, the, uh, either the Nestle crunch bars or the, the the Three Musketeers. Uh-huh. I'd say if I had to choose one, I'd go Three Musketeers. Okay. I always like the Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers the uh, the whipped chocolate or whatever it is. Don't drop your wedding ring. I know. I'm always playing with this thing. Um. So yeah, that's that. That's I'd say Three Musketeers. Okay. All right. Uh, three. Question three. This kind of goes back to. Um, I, I think you're at the. Are you at that age now, wherever where you're like handing out candy? 
yet. I used to, I was at it. The, I I've done that before. I hate it. So you weren't a fan of that? No, I hate it. All right, all right. So what I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, do you like? Are do you like? You can still ask me the question. I've done it. All right, we'll do it. So do you do you like being known as that house that hands out like the full size candy bars? No. 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 Why? Just because you think everybody's gonna like just. I'd like line up. Yeah. The less attention I draw to the house, the better. <laughs> and especially at my dad's neighborhood who gets not kidding, probably between 200 and 400 kids. Um, okay. So yeah. Yeah. Pretty expensive. Yeah. The less attention I bring to the house, the better. I remember the one year we did, um, we did the full size candy bars. I think we ended up going through, probably a good 70 plus I'd say between 70 and a hundred. Um, this would have been like five, six years ago. Um, we probably did. And I, I thought it was cool. I mean, after a while, um, the one thing that, that irked me is when you'd get some of the parents, like they would come there and they'd be like, Oh, I want a candy bar too. But like, dude, this is not for you. Yeah. It's still your kids. That's what I mean. Steal your kids candy bar. Share it with them. I'm not giving you it to you. In fact, I had one parent, while we were giving them out, um, you know, as she came up, she was like, I've got a pumpkin on my shirt. I deserve a candy bar, too. And, like, literally snatched it out of my hand. And if there weren't kids by, there'd be an incident. That's like, not, that's, like, like, what are you what are you doing? Uh, honey, that's not a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that so I, I but I do I, I always liked it. You know, I thought it was cool being the, the, the giver outer of the king size candy bars. But it was, you know, I mean, we went through. Close to 100, and it got pretty pricey. I'm glad my girlfriend likes to do it, because I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. I think even now, for like 30, a pack of like 30 of them or whatever, it's like yeah, it's 20 bucks, yeah. 25 bucks. Yeah. Um, going going along, so for question four, going along, the, when you went trick-or-treating, um, and you came across the notorious house of, please take one, Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever take one, or did you take usually more than one? I feel like I didn't run by a house like that. Um, if I did, I don't remember. But it would depend on what candy was out there. If it was like, you know, something like that was just, I don't know. like If it was a Mounds Bar. If it was Mounds Bar, I'd be like, Ugh, no. You would like leave candy instead of taking Yeah, some. I'd be like, listen, here, here you go. You need this more than I do. Um... <laughs> If it was something like like little like I remember one you know they would have like little uh, they would they wouldn't give you a big pack of Starburst they would give you like a yeah. Starburst yeah so if it was like a just a bowl of that I'd probably take like three or four yeah or maybe a handful you would read the situation yeah but if it was like if it was full size candy bars I mean I'd like to think as a kid I wouldn't but I don't think it would last that long where kids would like dump the whole thing in there but yeah um. No, I guess I'd probably be respectful and just take the one. Fair enough. What about you? Um, if my parents were around, I probably just took one. <laughs> um, if not? If not, I probably took more than one. Even if it was something you didn't like? Or just even like mediocre? Like yeah, eh. It's just for the purpose. <laughs> and thankfully, thankfully, both of us were able to do trick-or-treating before the existence of rings. Because nowadays, people have rings and they can just watch and call people out. Oh, that's true. I was gonna say I know I know some people who have rings and like they do like the please take one and they s- literally just sit there and watch and like they'll call people out. We got a ring, and can I tell you before we get into question five, I'll say this real quick. My wife 
scared the crap out of me on the ring about two weeks ago. I was it was pitch black, probably like nine ten at night, maybe a little later, and I had to take the dogs out. And um, Vicky and Sarah, Vicky was at uh, Syracuse. Went to Syracuse to visit uh, Sarah. I couldn't. I had a soccer game. It was parent week, and I couldn't go. But I'm taking the dogs out, and I get out, and I go like a little past our neighbor's house, and all I hear is, Larry, Larry. And I'm like, look around, and nobody's there. And I'm like, what the, like, what the hell God? is going on here? <laughs> yeah, but I, in fact, I look up, I'm like, uh, hello, is it my time? <laughs> like, am I, can I finish taking the dogs? Like, and I couldn't get it. And then I finally, you know, I take the dogs out, and I'm still freaking out. They they do their business. They take them for a walk. They come back, and I get to the door, and then I hear, hello. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, was that you? And she's like, yeah. What and I, so I call her on the phone. I'm like, I heard you past our neighbor's house. All I hear is, Larry, Larry, like, whisper. you scared the crap out of me. Like, I'm thinking that, like, this is somebody's, like, ready to, like, you know, this is, yeah. like, Halloween time or something. We're going to get mugged. Pretty much. That's great. But that just scared the bejesus out of me. That's fair. That's fair. So that was my ring story. But um, I don't trust it. Uh, question. Let's see. Question five. Um, all right. We'll uh, we'll stay on the Halloween or we'll stay on the Halloween theme. Favorite Halloween uh, TV show, Netflix series, movie, franchise, whatever, whatever you want to go down. Um, Enter- entertainment. It's an old cartoon that used to run on TV um, called The Scary Godmother. The Scary Godmother? Yep. Was it a movie or was it a TV show or a TV series? It was a movie on TV. Okay. And was it, it animated? Yeah. It was animated, but it was a, like a blocky anime, like 3D blocky kind of thing. Kind of like the South Park type deal? Or? No, 3D. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was... Hmm. It was I, don't, I don't know. It Was this like... 90s or no, early 2000s? Like, this is like 2000s. Okay. It, it was pretty fire. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I always liked the, uh, the, uh, geez, I just watched it the other day, the Charlie Brown one, uh, The Great Pumpkin. Oh, yeah. The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I just, it's just classic. Wasn't that Linus that really was like yeah. fascinated with him? The, How's uh, this is it's sincerity from all over the place. This is the most sincere pumpkin patch ever. The great pumpkin. I, I watched that once and I was so confused of what the purpose of it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I was like, is this like children of the corn but PG rated <laughs> or are they worshiping some some false deity? Is this and is this sacrilegious? But I'm telling you, I've I man, in those shows I feel so. They pick on Charlie Brown like they do him dirt. Like yeah, they, they just they bully. Not only bullying, like they just pick on him. Like <laughs> screw you, Charlie Brown. Pretty much. I hope you go home. I like how the one they're like. <laughs> she, I'll stop it here. But she's she's like uh, he's so excited that he got invited to the Halloween party. Yeah, and she's like. No, there were two lists, one of who we should invite and one who they shouldn't invite. You got, obviously, there was a mix-up on the list. Like, yeah. like damn. I like, got just, a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I got candy corn. I got a candy bar. I got a rock. 
Oh yeah, it's so funny. And now, like as like an adult, like you watch it, and like when like I think Lucy's her name, like when she pulls the football out from under him, that's in like the Thanksgiving one. Like he eats it. Like now, you just wish like you could pull a Family Guy and like walk through the screen and kick the crap out of her and be like, "Why are you gotta be so mean to this kid?" Is Lucy the first Karen? Probably. <laughs> but man, because she also thinks that she's like a good psychiatrist. Yeah, she thinks she can do things that she really can't. Poor Charlie Brown. Poor yes. Charlie Brown. It's all right. Him and Snoopy. Snoopy, Snoopy just goes on his own. Snoopy's kind of... Snoopy can be a jerk to Charlie Brown, though, too. Yeah, Snoopy's like, I don't need you. <laughs> but I feel like at the end, though, he'll always come back for him. I guess. I don't know. <sighs> what an episode. We talked a little bit about Charlie Brown, a little bit about, uh, you know, coming in hot with some with some steamers. accidents, some steamers, <laughs> some... <laughs> You know, we we talked a lot of some swinging in Florida. Talk about some loofahs. Some loofahs. It was uh, it was a big mishmash episode. Kind of sounds like the state of Florida. It is a little loofahs, little candy, little steamers, little steamers. Minus good good sport teams, <laughs> terrible sports teams. Even Tampa Bay, you just get out of here. Um, all right, we're gonna end things there. Uh, next week we got uh, Rob Liner coming in. Rob the lifeguard. Rob. Rob the lifeguard. Lifeguard Rob's going to be our guest next week um, on Stories from the Sidelines. He'll be sharing some uh, basketball stories. We'll look forward to that. Hopefully in two weeks, I think we've got uh, the My Dude referee coming back in. Not, not, the, not the actual My Dude referee, but uh, his um, counterpart. His counterpart, a uh, good buddy of mine, uh, Pete Lipiani. He's going to come on in. Hopefully, I think we've got that set up in two weeks. Um, again, if you want to be a guest or if you want to reach out to us on um, on Facebook or Twitter at Stories from the Sidelines, or is it Instagram? I forgot. I what we get. Hit Instagram. up our Venmo. Hit up our gram. Hit up our uh, just just hit watch up our an Venmo. Episode. Hit up our <laughs> hit up our Venmo if you want to. If you want to do any advertising on our podcast, you know, we're let us know. Direct message us. We'll make that happen. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Stories from the Sidelines and Go Bills. <laughs>